Welcome to this week's Internet of Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. And I was just talking when you started talking. Yeah, it's called Perfect Timing. <laughs> How are you doing, bud? Uh, fantastic. It's good to see you, being that we just recorded another podcast yeah. for the future. Yeah. Happy birth of your child. I'm so excited for you. I can't uh, wait to meet the little Way to budget. jinx it. Come yeah. on. Miles? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everybody go find him on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> Already set up some pages for the kid. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Uh, there should be laws written about that, I feel like. Nope. Not uh, non-existent. No, laws in favor of. <laughs> Protect, okay, yeah. I love it. Uh, what are we talking about today? This week we were talking about the DC Universe original series Swamp Thing, the Ooh, very first episode. I just watched the Kurt Russell film The Thing. I A hope- great choice. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Yeah. A lot of similarities. Both set in a swamp, just one super snowy, and in the Antarctic. So... <laughs> Uh, but this was an interesting show to go because DC Universe has so far had three hits. Uh, the Young Justice revival uh, was critically acclaimed. Titan, surprising to both of us, was better than we thought it was going to be and was a critical hit. Uh, Doom Patrol has been a critical darling as well. So could they strike gold for their third, fourth time? Well, We're going to talk about that, aren't we? Yeah, they did. I mean, the critics love this again, again, surprisingly. So it was a 94% of Rotten Tomatoes, I believe. Wow. Uh, yeah. So... How much Swamp Thing have you read? Like a good amount. Okay. Uh, yeah. What all, what all Swamp Thing have you read? Uh, I read Alan Moore Swamp Thing. A lot of Alan Moore Swamp Thing. How much of Alan Moore Swamp Thing have you read? Uh, probably about like thirty issues. I want to say. Okay. Uh, I read Snyder Swamp Thing. I've read Justice League Dark with Swamp Thing appearing in it. Uh, I mean, Injustice with the Swamp Thing run, and just various issues with Swamp Thing over the years. Even watched the old Swamp Thing TV series back in the day, like in the nineties. That's more Swamp Thing than I've. Encountered, which I figured, <laughs> but I've read a bunch of the Alan Moore something, probably a few more issues than you have. I haven't read any of the Snyder stuff, but I, Justice League Dark, same same thing there. Yeah, I didn't know there was an old show though. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm no sure I back. won't watch it ever. I barely remember. I remember like, oh, this is about comics, so I'm going to watch it, and it felt like it was too adult for me. Not because like of like adult situation, just because like I didn't understand real drama at the time. I was like, just <laughs> I was like, just beat up people. That's all I want. Let me tell you. uh for the first time ever, I think studying French in college and high school has come in handy for me in our in our podcast here because, wow, I actually knew some of the words they were saying early on when they had subtitles or maybe <laughs> didn't have subtitles. I was like, I already know what they're talking about. I wish they spoilers for the pilot episode of Swamp Thing as well. Uh, oh, I'm not going to talk about uh, anything that good. happened in Swamp Thing. Just my own personal experience. I'm glad that your French is once again uh, giving you some useful skills. Holla. Uh, this pilot was directed by Lynn Wiseman, who's probably best well known for either directing the Underworld series or at one time being married to Kate Beckinsale. So those were his two claim to fame. Really? He married yeah. Kate Beckinsale? Yeah. Can I get some pointers on how to Beckinsale? <laughs> Just direct the Underworld franchise. Uh, yeah. So we get some familiar characters and possibly some new situations. Abby Arcane is working for the CDC. Yeah. Uh, which is the Center for Disease Control, which I don't know if they've ever helped anyone before, so I don't really trust the CDC. Uh, played by Crystal Reed. Uh, Nailed it. Who I only knew from Gotham. Uh, she played uh, Sofia Falcone uh, in one season, uh, maybe two seasons. Uh, and uh, she, I liked her in that, but I thought she was much better in this. 
Uh, what did you think of Chris Reed's performance? I thought she was pretty good. I didn't think she was great, but I I enjoyed a lot of it. Uh, but basically, the story, Abby is our entry into the town, essentially. Uh, like Matt says, she worked for the C, uh, CDC, and then a crisis breaks out in her hometown in some small parish in Louisiana. Uh, and she goes back uh, to try and figure out what it is. Yeah, and it turns out uh, we're in a swamp town in, in Louisiana, and it's it's pretty uh, swampy and pretty fucking gnarly in here. What do you think of the opening scene of them on the boat in the swamp uh, about to like either set the dynamite or the turtles or whatever they're doing in the middle of the night? Let me just say, when I turned this on, like I, I had read some things. I knew it was an R-rated thing and that they had been given a lot of leeway. I didn't know this was going to be a fucking horror film. Yeah. Uh I thought it was like a an A-list horror film with B-plus acting is kind of the way that I would describe this. I, I don't would, think it's like B or C role acting in this. I think it's pretty good. I would say for the acting, uh, one's disappointed because R.J. Clyler, uh, the kid in the boat in the very beginning that got speared by the giant plant. I like that actor a lot. He's been, I think he's been great, but he's a very minor role in this. Uh, <laughs> he does I know. So I was kind of disappointed by that. I thought he was great. Uh, I was kind of disappointed. Virginia Madison is probably the biggest name on the actors uh, in the series. Uh, Jennifer Beale shows up later in the show, I believe. Kevin Durant shows up later as well, too. Uh, but I, I thought she was kind of stilted. Or maybe, maybe I didn't like buy her pain and her emotion whenever she was blaming Abby for the death of her daughter. Oh, you're getting you're jumping way, way yeah. ahead. I'm, just talking about, I'm talking about the acting in general. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, you're right. I thought it was a little over the top. Uh, OTT, if you were a survivor person over the top. Uh, <laughs> so back to the swamp. I think that the swamp is kind of portrayed as just like an evil swamp. Yeah. And I kind of feel like I was like, who didn't hug you enough as a young swamp? The sun. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Because the yeah. swamp is just killing people. Yeah. And that's kind of what it seems like at first. Yeah. It's because we get, I mean, like, we clearly understand, like, why, like, the swamp kills the people in the boat because they're trying to damage it itself or its home or its territory. It made sense. Yeah. Sure. But when we see the I disease guess. outbreak when like the the people are turning into plants, whenever we see the little girl's dad who's in the hospital, we go and see, find her dad and he's turned into like a full on like plant, uh, like a human plant. Like we don't know why like it shows him or or anything like that at all. Um, Let's get into uh, Alec. Yeah. Uh, Swamp Thing himself. Uh, Alec played by Andy Bean, uh, someone that I was not familiar with at all as an actor. Uh, but I actually, I thought he was actually the best part of the show acting wise. I thought he did the best work and he's gone after episode one. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe there's some flashbacks or something, but he, he's going to be in it. Chapter two is going to play adult Stanley as well. Is he really yeah. good? I'm, I'm very, very curious for that. Cause yeah. I thought he was pretty talented. Um, but he's introduced wearing, and he's called out in the town as it being a tourist because he is wearing, quote unquote, designer flip flops, yeah. which I didn't know that designer flip flops were even a well, thing. But because because you you live in abject poverty at all times, <laughs> oh. I gotta go get me yeah. some Gucci flip flops yeah. real quick. Brb, everybody! Never have I worn flip flops and been like, you know what? These are not comfortable enough. Uh, I need to have. A name blasted across these the, the thin straps barely covering uh, parts of my feet. <laughs> what do you uh, think of the differences between uh, the TV show and the comics here? Because obviously, Alec is a scientist of sorts yes. in this book. 
uh, microbiologist, I believe. Yeah, uh, and and Abby's working for the CDC. Yeah, I'm I'm not like I'm fine with the changes. Obviously, I, I would have rather stick to the comic book origin, uh, where Abby and Alec already had this deep personal connection. Uh, Instead of knowing each other for like yeah thirty minutes. Yeah, which which I thought that that felt rushed. Uh, but I'm okay with it so far. Uh, but I'm curious to see what, where it goes. I am too. And there's, there's a lot of cool stuff in this pilot that I think a lot of people should be impressed by. Um, basically the return of gross out horror, kind of like you would see in the fly or like reanimator back yeah. in the eighties, nineties before CGI. I mean, there's CGI in this, yeah. but like it's not over the top and it's a lot of the things are. And there were some like. Traditional Very scares gnarly. too, like like jump yeah. scares, things like that as well. I hate jump scares. Uh, they get me every fucking time. <laughs> it's I. This is probably the first comic book, not cutting bright run, obviously since that's original material, but comic book horror movie blend that we've seen uh, ever. I want to say certainly in a TV show. Yeah, because uh, it beat New Mutants to the punch. Uh, so I think Cause, because it got delayed seven years. Yes, exactly. Uh, they want to make sure that Macy Williams is really aged out of her role before they do the, before they do the reshoots. <laughs> uh, but a, a lot of this, obviously, it's crushing the town. Uh, Alec runs in trouble with the law because he's kind of breaking into homes and going to hospitals where he has no real authority or power because he thinks he has a solution. I thought the scene where he shows uh, Abby the moss and puts it inside whatever that science box is, that big glass science box. And then run some of the uh, microbial swamp water on it. Watching it feel like uh, that, that was effectively creepy. I thought. Uh, I had a problem with that scene actually. I I definitely thought it was creepy, but I was like, he clearly knows what he's doing here. And then he very clearly did not know what he was doing. <laughs> I thought he was like showing off, like, hey, guess what? I figured out about it. this this swamp and this moss and shit. And then he didn't even like when it started to grow and break the box and start trying to kill people, he leisurely went over to like turn yeah, on the gas yeah. to kill it. He definitely slow played it. He's like, yeah. Oh, I he's trying to get, he's trying to get Abby's heart racing. He, he's trying to show off, you know? Yeah. yeah it worked. He was trying to get yeah. her heart to go pitter patter. Yeah. So he could be like, Oh, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I got this babe. Uh, also, he's I think a pervert. one of the bigger name actors in this pilot, at least one that's been around for genres is Will Patton. Uh, he plays Andy Sutherland who kind of runs the town. Uh, he's like the stereotypical or the cliche one wealthy guy in, cl- in town uh, <laughs> who, who controls half the jobs and has all the power and all to say. Uh, Will Patton was in the Halloween remake and uh, he was in Falling Skies for that sci-fi show. So he's been a, he's been around for a while. I thought he did a pretty good job with the one scene he was given to work with. I don't even know who you're talking about. Uh, okay, you saw Halloween, right? Yep. Remember the cop in Halloween? Nope. Okay. Well, you need to rewatch Halloween. I do. I'm, okay. I mean, I plan on it. I can't it's wait. not Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. Okay. If that narrows it down for that you. That does not help me okay. at all. <laughs> uh, I thought he did a pretty good job. Uh, I would say probably the biggest flaw in this pilot is that you don't see Swamp Thing until the very end. Man, and when you see him, he seems like a struggling little bitch, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's, <laughs> it's hard because, like, as someone that knows the origin story... Like, I just want yeah. give me Swamp Thing now. But I realize that Swamp Thing is not Batman. He's not a Superman. You probably need to have an origin story for a lot of people. And this has not been a story that's been told a hundred times over 
on the silver screen or the big screen like that at all. I'm just glad they didn't like try and like make it like four or five episodes yes. before you see yeah. something. They're like, okay, Alec, you got into character. Good job. We're calling you Alec Holland from now on, but now you're dead. Yeah. I mean, even still, it's an hour long episode and show them three quarters, show them 40 minutes in, show something <laughs> earlier on. I mean, I don't need the last Although, thing that I see to be Swamp Thing struggling to get out of the swamp. But that is a good hook. And I get 20 seconds of it. That is a good hook. Like, okay, well, now I have to watch the next episode so I can get a full hour of Swamp Thing. And hopefully that means we get nine hours for the remaining 10 episodes. That's not how I felt, though. <laughs> That's not how I felt at all. Uh, I want to say I'm going to invalidate your feelings uh, and say that your feelings <laughs> are wrong. Fair enough, I suppose. But, I mean, that's just how I felt. Like I was like, I don't necessarily care enough. I'm going to still watch it, but if I was just somebody who, you know, was new to this, I don't know that I would be like, ooh, I gotta watch some more for the swamp thing, motherfucker. Would you agree that the best moment in this pilot was when they were in the autopsy room? Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah. That was the point where I just kept like having to like hold my face and I was gripping my shit and I was like, oh goddamn, this is creepy. Yeah. Because they have a cadaver that essentially turns to life with swamp rope. Yeah. I, I don't have a better way of describing it. Lashes, swamp maybe. Rope. I nope, don't know. swamp rope. Okay, swamp rope. Yeah. <laughs> Roots. <laughs> nope, it's plant swamp life rope. rope. Okay, got it. Uh and it was just bursting out of this cadaver. Uh and it was absolutely disgusting. And at one point the cadaver's jaw falls off. Yeah. It was. It looked terrifying. Like it looked because because it, it's engulfing the room, kind of like how they have a rapid growing plant. You're like, how are they going to get out of the situation? Too. This is the part where I really, really was like, I feel like I'm watching the fly, but I'm yes, dead. yeah. That was like the the whoever designed the character effects did a fantastic job. Lynn Wiseman's directing was really strong there too, uh, and even I like the way the clever way Alec got out uh, by pouring the. Uh, fluid or par- pouring the fluid and lighting the throwing the lighter on it as well. Yeah, uh, like I thought, it's nice to see a bit of his clever side, which we get. Like you definitely get the sense that Alec is the probably I mean, like the smartest guy around. Like it, it, his intelligence shows, but you also get the and we do learn that his hubris was his downfall for a while, and that's why he's stuck in a small swamp town doing this work. Um, at one point in the show, we get to a bar. Uh, which was, I think, the most unrealistic part to me because not only are we in New Orleans here, there's only one... We're one not in New Orleans, we're in Louisiana. I mean, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one New Orleans Saint sign, and nobody is barfing or screaming at anybody. I thought it was highly unrealistic. I don't know, it felt a lot like True Blood to me. I kept wanting someone to be like, Sookie! Sookie! Sookie. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think... For living in the South as long as you have, that was the worst Bill from True Blood impression I've ever oh, heard. I'm sorry that I don't do 1700s vampire. Come on. It was Pitch Perfect. <laughs> like my, my second favorite movie of all time. <laughs> Pitch Perfect 3? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both. I My girlfriend once told me that she liked those movies, and she has never been able to live it down. <laughs> Anytime we see a poster for it, I'm like, oh, hey, look, it's your favorite movie. That's good. Do you think that in the third one, their pitch is no longer perfect? (laughs) They've got to fight a demon to get their pitch back. (laughs) That that I would watch. Like if they had to go and fight like Dormammu to get their pitch back. Disney, please, you already own everything. Buy the rights to pitch perfect three and make them go battle Dormammu. Yep. Please make it happen. Or Mephesto. I'm not picky. Uh, Mephesto would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
Either one would be fine with me. <laughs> or even John Constantine can get a piece of all their souls and they have to battle John Constantine to get it back. I don't care. DC Warner Brothers, you can do it. Do you think we're going to be lucky enough to have John Constantine in the series? That was my big question. Uh, for those of you that don't know, John Constantine made his debut uh, in the Swamp Day comic written by Alan Moore. And he's always, their stories have always intertwined. Constantine will show up in Swamp Thing books. Swamp Thing will show up in Constantine books. Like, they've always had a relationship. I don't know if we will in the first season, but to get to the second season, I would say that Constantine needs to be a part of it at some point. It would be amazing if he was. I also heard that this is going to be just a limited series of 10 issues or yeah. 10 episodes, and that was it. We don't know. That's the rumor. It's DC has not been great about letting people know about their DC Universe shows. Doom Patrol still hasn't been renewed, hasn't been canceled. Titans like, no, was renewed, though. Titans, Titans was renewed. Titans was the one one that has renewed, renewed early. I mean, most uh, things don't get renewed in the middle of the season or at the yeah. end of the season, especially for one season end. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but I definitely hope it does. What do you think about the way the swamp turned Alec into some kind of thing? <laughs> First, I never saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, I thought he's going to come out looking like uh, Superman. I thought so too. I thought it was yeah. going to be even more of a hunk. I did, although we didn't get to see him very briefly. I did like the creature design for Swamp Thing because he looked hideous and ugly. He had the the dark red eyes as well. Like it didn't look like Al Collin. It looked like this hideous chud. Oh, I like the reference. I love the reference for the chud there. Yeah, he kind of did look like a chud. Yeah, full full chud. <laughs> so, what would you rate? You never this? go full chud. Well, you're this pilot on a scale of one to ten. I would say it's about a seven. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't great, uh, but it it wasn't bad either. I I definitely want to keep watching. Yeah, I agree. I thought I'm right there with you to seven. I thought the horror elements were great. I thought the acting was uneven. Some people were really strong. Some people were definitely weaker and pulled some others down. The directing was strong though. The creature make was strong. Pacing was a little slow, but we hope to, since it's a, already got a 10 episode order, we're hoping that picks up, I want to say. Yeah, if this was a 45 minute episode instead of like yeah. a 58 minute episode. Or if this was like different. a movie and like, all right, here's the first hour and then like the last yeah. half hour, like we're going to be disappointing. Um, so. Yeah, I could see this being the first quarter of a, or first third of a movie. Uh, let's wrap it up for this week's History of Comics. Next week, you would think that we'd be doing Dark Phoenix, but will not because I'll be going on paternity leave for two weeks. Uh, we'll still have new episodes for you guys, but uh, we will do Dark Phoenix as soon as we get back as well, too. I guess if we have to. Yes, we have to. Uh, <laughs> as always, you can email us at henchmanacomics at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, live, question mark. No, no, you can't. I got word from our producers. You can't find us there. Uh, but please like, subscribe, leave us a uh, a review on iTunes or wherever iTunes isn't going to be a thing anymore, I heard. <laughs> That's the best time to leave reviews then. Uh, for Century <laughs> Minute Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm Swamp Thing. Hit Jane Easy. <laughs>